This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about the potential for a Metro Vancouver transit strike. The bus drivers, represented by the Unifor Union, have given 72-hour strike notice. That means they could, stress could, walk off the job this Friday. Let's check in with BC's Minister of Labor now, Harry Baines. Minister, thank you very much for coming in. Hey, thank you, Michael, for having me. Okay, what are your thoughts on this on this situation? If you did have a strike, a full-blown transit strike, obviously Metro Vancouver would inconvenience a whole bunch of people. What are your thoughts uh, on well, this today? Well, obviously, uh, everyone is concerned because uh, uh, in Lower Mainland especially, um, a vast majority of, uh, of people uh, depend on, on public transportation, buses, the SkyTrain, to go to work, to do their businesses uh, uh, as the police. Uh, right now, what the situation is that the union has given them 72-hour notice, uh, uh, which means intention to go on strike if there is no collective agreement by that time. Now, that doesn't mean that they could go on strike uh, after 72-hour. I have heard uh, the, the leader of the union, uh, Gavin McGarrigal, said they have no intention of having a, a full-scale shutdown at this particular Yet. time. So, yeah, so, right. Yes, I mean, so. I mean, they could go off the job on Friday, though, right? It's a but normal, but it's not. They're not. You know, it doesn't mean they're going to go. They're not going to strike for sure. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so th- this is a seventy-two hour notice is required under the labor code, and that's yeah. what they have done. And they could continue to go. Uh, uh, you know, do their bargaining as they should. And I encourage them all. And if they need any assistance from the labor board, uh, we will be pleased to help them through mediation or whatever other help that they need. But my, uh, you know, my my expectation is that they continue to 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 talk get their issues resolved so that uh, there's no inconvenience to no one out there. And I understand that the workers need to have their issues addressed. I understand the employer need to have their issues addressed as well. But there is a public in, 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 in the middle of all of this. Yeah. So I think my interest is to make sure that the workers are treated fairly, but at the same time that the public uh, uh, get the services that they need to get to work, uh, to send the kids to school, or do all of their other uh, daily chores. Okay, what options do you have as as the minister of labor? You just you just stand back and let this let the, the bargaining take its take its course, or do you have an option to potentially step in? Well, I think the last thing anybody could do uh, in a free collective bargaining, it, even it give a hint that there's a third party inter, 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 interference or intervention. I will not do that. I will encourage them that you go out there and negotiate, and keep in mind there's a public that you serve. And they should yeah. be keep. They should keep. Uh, you know. You know. Keep. Keep. But that in mind. And and uh, and if you need time, just get in there and then get the uh, the bargaining done uh, as as they should be. What about a mediator, a cooling off period, arbitration? Are are those options for you? All those options are there, but I yeah. like I said, you know, uh, I don't want to give them any hint that there's any intervention coming from the government or anybody else. Right. It's their responsibility to their members. It's their responsibility to public uh, to make sure that the service is not interrupted, and they should uh, get back to the bargaining table if they're not there right now and uh, get their issues resolved so that uh, we would have uh, a good service back in again. It's been a long time since we had a, a transit strike in Metro Vancouver. The last one was in 2001. Do you remember that event? Like, I remember covering it at the time, and it was the Liberal government in power. It dragged on for four months, and it was, it was pretty brutal for people. 
It, it, it was, and I think uh, at that time, if I recall uh, somewhat, uh, you know, the union uh, used different tactics without shutting the whole thing down. They were, I remember if you have a stickers on, they had unstrike and they, they would not wear a uniform, but they can, you know, kept the service on. So, I mean, it, it's, it's all the options available to the union. They could do whatever they want. But, yeah. but my uh, message to both sides is that there's a public that you must be uh, uh, keep in mind when you are making those decisions. Uh, whether this Friday or any day after that, get the collective agreement negotiated so that the workers get their paychecks and the public get the service that they deserve. Speaking to Labor Minister Harry Baines about a potential transit strike in Metro Vancouver, one of the things I re- remember going back to 2001 for your for your thoughts was that I felt that that very long strike back then disproportionately hurt a lot of vulnerable people. You know, it was like poor people who don't have a car. Uh, disabled people, senior citizens, you know, homeless people trying to get to a food bank. I mean, you name it. Like if you had a car, you were okay. And, and in fact, in some ways, you were even better off because there was no buses on the street and the traffic congestion was not as bad. So if you had a car, that, that was fine. But if you relied on that system, that was a drag for that to go on for four months. I mean, is that, do you have a concern there that there are, you know, vulnerable people who rely on the transit system? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, who wouldn't? Uh, I right. think uh, the union, I'm sure, is looking at that. Uh, and uh, that's why I, I'm stressing the point that get to the bargaining table, get your issues resolved. If you need support from me, if you need uh, help from the labor, labor board, let us know. We'll help you. But the bottom line is that the public uh, interest should be kept in mind. And uh, at the same time, I think the workers deserve to, to you know, continue uh, of their paychecks because they have a families to feed. And, I, you know, Michael, one thing that I know being with the unions all my life uh, and being a worker, you know, most of my life, last thing a worker wants to do is go on strike. And I know that because I was there. And I think that's exactly what these workers are feeling right now. They don't want to go on strike. They want to have a negotiated settlement. And I'm, I'm encouraging both sides to get to the table and uh, get the, uh, the agreement done. Okay, coming up at the top of the next hour, I'm going to be speaking to one of your critics there on the other side of the house, Peter Millibar, uh, liberal MLA and a critic who's, I'm sure he's going to come on here. In fact, I've already been corresponding with the liberals this morning saying like, oh, look at this labor unrest under this NDP government. Here we have a potential transit strike. We already have this the school shut down in, in Saanich outside of, outside of Victoria here with support workers on strike. What are your thoughts on that, that here we're having these problems under an NDP government? Or do, or do you think they should be have any right to complain at all? Uh, you know, BC Liberals are the last uh, group of people that should be talking about workers and workers' rights and uh, how a labor relations should be built in, 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 in this province. They have a record of ripping up collective agreements of, uh, of union workers. They have a record of actually eliminating injured workers' rights at the WCB and gutting the employment standard branch. Uh, they cut half of the offices and half of the, uh, the, the, the staff at the employment standard branch, so left all the vulnerable workers on their own. And uh, so we actually care about workers. We care and we value the work that they do. At the same time, we are uh, putting a you know labor environment where we are helping both employer and and the union side to get to the table, help you where you need us, and and get the collective agreement done. And because this is a normal uh, way of a, a democratic system of a pre-collective bargaining, and we yeah. should allow it to uh, uh, work it through. And I'm sure there will be a collective agreement oh. sooner bef- before before there's a re- disruption. 
Okay, well, I hope you're right, because there's a lot of people who rely, obviously, on this system. Just my last question for you, as we t- we reminisced earlier about the previous strike back in 2001, and I recall writing columns at that time saying that, man, this thing just went on way too long. I mean, that went on for four months, and a lot of people, a lot of people were hurt by it. What is your kind of tolerance level here for, for uh, a strike? I mean, would you be willing to tolerate an extended strike would you have would you be willing to say hands off on this thing for you know months on end like the liberals did way back then i will not speculate uh, anything at this point and uh, and there's another day and and, and uh, i i i know that both parties are mature when it comes to collective bargaining yeah. and they understand their responsibilities and duty to people that they serve and uh, so i'm encouraging them to get back to the table and get those issues resolved so that the public is not inconvenienced Minister, thank you for coming in. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That is Harry Baines. He's BC's Minister of Labor.